0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everyone out there on ACB Community Channel, and welcome to those of you that are here with me on Zoom. Um, Thank you for your patience we were all trying it's just another um another day in zoom land so (laughs) um, i was trying too. i was being impatient i was texting monica and so but we are here now and that's what matters so tyson's here with us and monica's here with us and um i think what i'm going to do um you guys this morning is i'm going to cover a little bit of stuff and then i'm going to ask if there's any of you that have used the oils that i'm suggesting Or that I'm speaking about to raise your hand, we, you know, we'll probably only be able to do one or two people. Uh, And if nobody raises their hand, then we'll just continue on. But I think it's important for everyone to hear how you guys are using the oils too. So. um, So Monica, I don't know if you want to let everyone know the instructions of muting, unmuting, raising hands, that kind of thing. And then we'll get going.
1: Can you hear me okay? Yep. Okay, awesome. So if you're on a computer to raise your hand it's Alt-Y, and if you need to mute or unmute, it's Alt-A. That's a PC. If you're on a Mac, to raise your hand, it's Options-Y. To mute or unmute, it's Command-Shift-A. If you're on a phone with a keypad, to raise your hand is Star-9. To mute mute is Star-6. And if you're on the app, to raise your hand, it's under in the lower right-hand corner under the More option. And to mute and unmute your audio, in the lower left hand corner of app.
0: All right, perfect. All right, oh my gosh, my, my house phone, right? I'm turning it off now because my cell phone's already telling me my dad's calling from England again. <laughs> 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 and it happens every time. So here we go. Um, okay, well, I, I feel like we probably all know these, these commands by now, but we you know we always have new people coming in, so we want to make sure everyone knows. Um, And for those of you who might be new, my name's Haley and I have been using essential oils for about six years. And um, I got started with them really because I just thought they smelled lovely. I had a friend who used them and she always smelled so good. And I loved being around her for that reason. And so I I started using them because they smelled good. But um, next in line for me was the fact that I had dealt with depression and I had dealt with migraines for most of my life. And I was looking for some alternative ways to um, help out with those things. So that's how I got into essential oils. We today, however, are going to start a series. um, After we had our last call, we talked about the possibility of doing this. And so today will be part one in a series of um, health and wellness using essential oils. And today we're gonna talk about fitness and how essential oils might fit into our exercise and fitness goals in 2021 and moving forward. So um, you may hear me sip on my water from time to time because that's one of my goals in my health and wellness journey is to get more water in. So, so whether you are um, looking at fitness and exercise and increasing that in the new year, whether you're looking at doing that for weight loss purposes or just overall body health, or whether it's just um, you're a a fitness nut and you like the way that you feel as far as endorphins and that type of thing. Um, You know, regardless of your reasons for exercising, essential oils can definitely assist in that. So some of the things that exercise can help us with is um, decreasing our stress. I know that um, if I'm feeling a certain emotion that day, whether I, something happened in the house, that has got me feeling frustrated or angry. Um, not Zoom, that's not counting because I can't go for a walk, otherwise I'd lose you guys. <laughs> or whether it's um, just, you know, feeling sort of like uh, school's getting too much, I need to take a break. Taking a nice long walk can help me with that. So exercise can definitely help with our stress levels. Um, certainly it can help with weight management, overall healthy body, not just like the, how we look on the outside, but how our organs are functioning on the inside. Um, it also promotes a, like a disciplined mind and gives us a routine and routine is, is good. Many of us say, you know, I'm spontaneous. I, I'm not a person that does well with routine, but routine in some respects is really good for us. It kind of gets us out of, um, making choices that maybe aren't good for us. Oh dear, there we go. Um, So routine is good and exercise can help us with setting up a routine for ourselves. It's easier to do something too when you make it a habit and it becomes a routine and it improves your emotional health because of the endorphins that are released um, during exercise. And that's just some of the benefits of, of exercise. So, I found out something very interesting when I was doing some research for this call and a little bit of self-disclosure here this morning, well, because that's what I'm famous for, right? Um, We had an unwanted visitor at our house over Christmas and um, my daughter was sick. (laughs) You know where I'm going with this, I hope. So... But my husband and my son and myself didn't get sick. And it's kind of got us a little stumped. This, this virus is a very unpredictable um, virus that, you know, a lot of unanswered questions still remain. So it kind of got us thinking, well, why, why did she get it and we not when many people that we've known, when one person in the family has gotten it, um, the whole household has gotten it. Not to say that's the case with everyone, this is not a one shoe fits all kind of thing, right? But as I was doing research for this call and I, <clears throat> I wanted to throw in a little bit about the importance of immunity when it comes to fitness and exercise. I, I found some research, when you do prolonged bouts of exercise or vigorous training, it can actually depress the immune system. Um, and that got me, th- it got me thinking because my daughter probably is the healthiest person in our house. If we look at her exercise routine, she is a competitive gymnast and she works out hard in the gym for at least 20 hours a week. And so why then was she the person in our house to get the virus and not the rest of us? when we were all exposed to it. Um, and so this research kind of, I don't know, it kind of left me with my mouth kind of <laughs> thinking, what the heck, why is this? So, and that was what I found is that when we are really vigorous in our exercise regimen, um, it can actually suppress the immune system. And, um, and so maybe that's what happened to her. I mean, I don't know, but when our immune system is suppressed like that, um, it can leave us open to those, to picking up those opportunistic, you know, um, illnesses such as like the flu or common cold and that type of thing. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't usually like to use names of illnesses or conditions, right? I might say something lowers blood sugar, but I usually don't necessarily say a specific condition that that might impact. Um, But and so I'm not saying that oils can prevent any viruses or or a specific virus, <laughs> but I do really feel like from our experience in our home that, um, that it did help us. So um, some essential oils can actually help, like modulate the immune system. They can help keep bacteria as away. They can help keep. Um, they're considered antiviral. And so, um, one of those is actually clove. Um, In a study that was done with mice, it was showed that clove can actually increase the white blood cell count um, and modulate the immune system responses that our body goes through. Um, Let me see what other frankincense also is. It's an oil that we talk a lot about on this call. It's probably one that um, is a little bit more expensive, certainly, but it's one that is probably the most versatile. And it can, it can help um, with white blood cells as well. Um, it also helps with inflammation. A lot of times we um, get you know a disease or a condition when we have inflammation going on in our bodies. Um, eucalyptus, just through inhalation alone can help with boosting the immune system. And On Guard, which is my go-to, which contains those three, it um, contains the orange, clove, cinnamon, um, frankincense, eucalyptus. So that's our go-to in our house. So how might we use these oils that I just talked about to help us with our immunity? If we're not feeling good, we're obviously not going to be working out. So that's going to set us back a little bit with our goals. And so, what, how we choose to use it in our house, and that's what I speak to you on. I speak to you on either my experiences, like friends and family's experiences, or what I've learned in classes. Like I said, I'm not a, not a doctor. It's just my passion, and that's what I um, that's what I come to you with. So, how do we use them? We actually um, a very simple way that you can use these oils um, to help with immunity, to continue with your fitness goals is you can. Um, take, say, like the On Guard, and it can be rolled onto the bottoms of your feet in the morning. And if you're living there with someone that can help you, you can roll it down your spine as well. Um, it actually comes in a 10 mil roller bottle, which makes it really easy for that. It's already blended and ready to go for you. <clears throat> um, you can take it in a soft gel, veggie cap type um, situation. We usually only do that if we know that we've been exposed to something or if we um, are going to be in a large crowd or if we're flying that type of thing that's when we usually take the the soft gels but the oil itself we use it um, mostly just rolling onto our feet or down our spine you can also it is safe for internal use so you can put it into a mug of water with um, a teaspoon of honey put a couple drops on it's pretty strong as you can imagine because it has that clove and cinnamon um, um, content to it so That is a little bit on immunity. And that's important, like I said, so that we can continue on with our goals. If we're sick, we're not gonna be working out. The second thing that I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about before we um, talk about actual exercise itself is the importance of staying hydrated during any um, periods of working out, but also just in general. Um, Because water actually energizes your muscles and um, if our muscles start to break down the cells that, um, comp- that um, our muscles are composed of, if it starts to break down, then um, we're gonna get dehydrated. We're, again, we're not gonna feel like working out. And um, so, we, so what's recommended by the, let me see who, so I'm telling you guys correctly, the American College of Sports Medicine, they say 17 ounces of water two hours before working out can get your muscles ready and prepared for what's about to come um, so that your muscles stay energized so that you can finish your workout and to continue drinking it, you know, during your workout um, so that you're replacing fluids that you're going to lose when you're sweating. Hopefully you're sweating because cardio is the best um, exercise of all, in my opinion. I love it. Um, And in order to stay hydrated, we've always heard, I know most of you have heard like to drink six to eight glasses of water a day. And, um, and I've always heard that for years and years and years, and I've done my best to do that. But what I learned from a friend um, who's a doctor is that those six to eight glasses of water are actually what our body just needs so that we don't get dehydrated. But for our bodies to function at the optimal level, we need to be so what's suggested is half of your body weight in, in water. Um, so you know, figure that out and, and what that would be for you. So 80% of Americans do not drink enough water. So let's talk about some ways that we can make sure that we're drinking enough water, like ways to remind us, and also some oils that we can um, use as well just to make water more palatable or enjoyable. And these are just tips that I use. So I sometimes, not all the times, but what I found to be helpful for me is when I wake up in the morning, if I know that I need to drink, you know, 70 ounces of water that day, let's say, I will measure that out into a pitcher that I leave in my kitchen somewhere with a glass sitting next to it. And every time I'm in the kitchen, or I walk by, or I'm, you know, I'm going to sit down to watch a show, I will pour out a glass of that water when my pitcher is empty, then I know that I've, you know, I've had my minimum amount of water that I needed for that day. If I drink more than that, you know, great, but I at least want to get that 70 or whatever ounces in that, you know, your body weight says you need. Um, So that's been really helpful for me. Um, flavoring my water with essential oils um, has also been really helpful for me just because as much as I love water, I sometimes like it to have a little bit of flavor to it. And this isn't an essential oil, but and maybe people will have opinions on this, but I've started once a day putting zip fizz into my water, and I actually I have a 24-ounce thermos. And I p- only put half in, it's just to help a little bit with the flavor, but it also has electrolytes in it. And I found that it's been helping with my headaches. Um, so that's another way that I've been flavoring. I, I don't want to drink that all day long. It, it is sugar-free, but I um, prefer to use my essential oils. So I'm just doing that in, in, well, I use it in two thermoses because I use half the container of ZipFizz with each thermos. So um, that's another way that you could flavor your water. You can also infuse it with fresh fruit and herbs. You can actually buy thermoses that have like a little individual receptacle in the middle that you can put your fruit. So you could do like strawberry and mint or um, cucumber mint or whatever you wanted in there. And that will help flavor the water. And sometimes, you know, I put mine in a pitcher too. I'll add a couple slices of cucumber and a couple leaves of mint into that picture that I just spoke about um, just to infuse the water, oranges, lemons, whatever you're preference is. And here's my favorite trick that I've shared on Melanie's um, Saturday morning health um, accountability call is, okay, so if I, if my water thermos is 24 ounces and I know that I want to drink hundred ounces of water a day, excuse me, I know that I need to drink close to four, well, a little bit over four of my thermoses, right? So I take four rubber bands and I put four rubber bands around my thermos. And every time I complete one full thermos of water, I take a rubber band off. And that just kind of helps me stay on track with, okay, now I have, wow, it's noon and I still have three rubber bands left. I need to get a move on or whatever. It just, it's really something that I have found um, helpful for me to keep on track. So, um, and then the other thing for helping you to drink more water if you're um, working out and exercising is to what's called habit stacking. So if you already have a habit that you do throughout the day that you don't even have to think about. So for example, for me, that would be making making a cup of tea when I wake up in the morning because that's what all good English people do, correct? Um, then I actually have my thermos sitting next to my tea kettle. I don't have to think about making my tea. I could do it. Well, I would say I could do it with my eyes closed. I do do it with my eyes closed (laughs) every day. (laughs) But uh, that's what sighted people say, right? I could do it with my eyes closed. But um, I don't have to think about it. But I do have to think about that I'd prefer to start my day with a thermos of water or a glass of water. So I have my cup sitting next to my kettle. I put it there before I go to bed at night. And when I wake up and I head to that kettle, uh, my glass is sitting right there. I fill it up and I drink that first. So it's it's stacking those habits, stacking new, what you hope to be new habits onto ones that already exist. And um, so those are some things that have worked for me to, to get more water into, into my day. And some of the oils that you can use in your water Um, A lot of them are the citrus oils, lemon, lime, um, wild orange, tangerine, um, grapefruit, any of those citrus oils that you can think of. If you're at the gym and you're needing a cool down, peppermint is also a good oil to put into your water. You don't need a lot. You might need a little bit more of the lemon or the citrus oils. Peppermint, you definitely don't need a lot. Um, You can put the On Guard in your water if you so choose. Um, and again, that's going to help with drinking your water, but it's also going to help with your immune response. Spear- spearmint is another one that's very cooling. If you prefer, you know, some people prefer spearmint over peppermint. Um, it depends on what I'm using it for, honestly. Um, and then doTERRA has a, um, an oil that's called Slim and Sassy, and it's a mix of peppermint and grapefruit and some other, um, some other oils, some other citrus oils. And it's actually called the metabolic blend. So it has other benefits too that we'll probably talk about a little bit more when we get to the um, another part of our series on healthy eating. We'll talk a little bit more about metabolism and the Slim and Sassy blend. But it's actually my preferred blend for when I'm um, at the gym. Because of it, the peppermint sort of invigorates me. It helps with digestion. It's cooling the the citrus oils are very cleansing. They're also very uplifting and, um, I just like the taste of them. So, um, this is one of those times I know there's been a couple of you who may be on this call who have recently ordered slim and sassy. And so I'd like to know if you're willing and if no one raises their hand, that's okay. Um, if you've tried it and if you have what you thought of it.
1: Okay. Um. We have Nigel, feel free to unmute.
0: I'm sorry, uh, Haley, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Sorry, sorry. Um, this is, uh, I just wanted to clarify, uh, that's half the
2: body weight in ounces. You didn't specify that. You got to Yes, in ounces, of, yes. yes. So so for example, if it's 100 pounds, then it's 50 ounces of water a day. I yep. think it might, might have scared yes, some people. Yes, thank you. You might have scared some people a little bit there. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. Thank you for just wanted to clarify. Up. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Nobody right. else.
0: Anybody, has... Monica,
1: nobody else has their hand raised. Okay. At this
0: time. They, they may not be on here or they may okay. just not want to share, but, um, like I said, slim and sassy is one of my favorite. I like the name of it just to be honest, because I'd like to be slim and I think I'm sassy. So, um, <laughs> <It's great. laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite oils to use. Okay. Um, so let's just move on to the next. Um, and if that, if anyone decides at the end that they want to share, that's great. I'd love to, to hear from you. Um, another important part of fitness and exercise is breathing. <laughs> Sometimes when we get engrossed in doing something, concentrating or um, whenever I take yoga classes, I know I, the instructor always says, remember to breathe. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be breathing during all of this. I'm so focused on holding this position or whatever that I, I forget to breathe sometimes. So, you know, taking a deep, clean breath is an integral part of any exercise program. Um, our muscles need the oxygen. So whether you're taking a walk in the woods You're, you know, running, you're in a yoga class, you're on a tandem bike, um, you're participating in a a team sport, or you're at the gym, whatever exercise might look like for you, breathing is really important. And that breathing may vary. So um, if you've ever taken a yoga class, you know, when you're doing a, a certain part of the pose is when you breathe in and a certain part of the pose is when you breathe out. Um, You know, whether you're breathing out through your mouth or, um, you know, just sort of out through your nose. I mean, that may vary on different for different exercises, but the most important part is that you're still breathing. Um, Some oils that would be really helpful um, for that. There's several cardamom is one of them, Douglas fir, eucalyptus, peppermint, black spruce, And breathe. And breathe is a blend that has a lot of those oils in it. So it can be um, just putting a drop of one of those oils into your hand, rubbing your hands together and cupping it over your nose and taking a nice deep breath in. Um, When I go for a walk, sometimes I'll do that before I I leave just to sort of open up my airways and help with my breathing. And sometimes I have a little inhaler in my pocket um, that I can that I have filled up with Breathe and just put a couple little drops on a cotton wick. And then, you know, it's like a little Vix inhaler and I can just pull it out of my pocket whenever I need to and just hold it up to my nose and take a deep breath in, Um, but also applying it to your chest. Breathe comes in a vapor stick that looks like a a big oversized chapstick. And you can actually apply that to your chest or to the bottoms of your feet um, before you go for your walk. And and that will help you just ensure that you're you're breathing during your exercise and that your your body is um, that oxygen is flowing throughout your body. So um, so those are some of the things for breathing. Does anyone has used any of those? I know there's people on here who have breathe as their favorite oil. So anyone want to share on any of those oils? Uh, No one has their hand raised Gosh, right.
2: Actually, Haley, I use Breathe
0: Okay, please, yeah, help me out, friend
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've got that, it's the oversized chapstick And I will go and actually keep that, it's on my dresser top So I'll go in and when I put on my pajamas I'll just take and hold it up and take a big, nice, deep breath And that'll hold me out through the night
0: Nice. Yeah, that's when I use it a lot too. Is um, and I've shared this on other calls. I put breathe like on the tip of my nose before I put my CPAP machine on, Mm -hmm. because um, I can feel a little stuffy sometimes, even though I know I'm getting that air in, Um, and so it keeps my airways open during the night, and I don't wake up feeling that stuffy sort of. So.
2: Right. I noticed after I did that, that I wasn't feeling stuffy in the morning either.
0: Yeah. Perfect. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Next we have Nigel.
0: Yes, sir. May I pose a question about breathe? Yes, sure. Is that something that would be appropriate to put in a diffuser? Yes, absolutely. thank you. If if we have, anyone in our house has a cold, um, it's usually downstairs, I might have On Guard going just to help the rest of us, hopefully avoid getting that cold. But whoever it is, whatever person in my house who may have that cold or is having seasonal allergies with some congestion and stuffiness, that's what's going in their diffuser every time in their bedroom. Um, So, yes, absolutely. It can help, um, you know, with seasonal allergies, congestion or anything like that. Or just if you just your house feels sort of, you know, we're all shut up a lot more than we usually are. And and it's winter. And so if, you know, I love that that first nice day where I can open up my windows and get the fresh air in. I just I don't seem to get so much done on that first day of being able to do that. But we're not doing that right now. And our heat's on and it's drying out our noses. And so um, just diffusing breathe, um, whether it's in a diffuser or using your own body as your best diffuser um, by putting it into your hands, um, it's a great way to, to use it. So, yeah. Thank you, Nigel. So on, one more quickie on guard is also appropriate for using in the diffuser. Yep, absolutely. Right. Thank you. Yep. Yep.
1: Okay. Next we have Celeste. Feel free to unmute.
0: Hello, friend.
1: Hi. Um Hi.
0: Good,
2: good afternoon. Happy new year. I was just going to say that I use breathe. Um, before I leave the house and put a mask on, I find that it helps me
0: function outside. Um, wearing a mask nice yeah that's a great that's a great tip yeah i sometimes use peppermint but peppermint is in breathe so um good good choice i'm glad you're here take a break have a glass of water (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: next we have patty hey patty
2: hi um nice show i just have a question because i get all of these diffusers and different things confused. I have a humidifier and it has a container in it to put things in. And so I want to know if this can go in a humidifier.
0: Um, It really depends on the humidifier. So the one that I have, I can't do that. If you know that you're, because a lot of times, like even with the CPAP machine, for example, some people do choose to put the essential oils right into that vessel that holds their water. I don't think companies recommend that because the essential oils can break down the plastic. And so that's why I always say, you know, put it on the tip of your nose or buy the adapter for your CPAP. If you know that, def- that your humidifier can actually use, a, you know, a safer essential oils to go into, then absolutely. And I would start off, you know, humidifiers can be, you know, pretty big, Um, I would start off with like four or five drops and see if you can tell. I actually bought, um, doTERRA now sells um, a humidifier slash diffuser that looks like a big oversized soda can sort of shape. And um, that you can put the essential oils into. So as long as it's safe for essential oils to go into, and that would depend on each you know individual brand, then yeah, go for it.
2: Yeah, this one has a specific place for you to
0: put things yeah. in that is
2: out of the water. Um, I okay. got it from my insurance company has this um, free over-the-counter catalog thing. And so okay. I bought the humidifier or got it with that. And it All has right. it came with these little um things, dissolvable tabs, and they smell like eucalyptus. Mm. So, um, okay. okay, you know, i they kind of smell remind me of Vicks, right? Uh, vapor rub, and they go in it.
0: But so then yeah, I would say probably yes if you're yeah because I'm sure those have, you know, some essential oils in them.
2: Yeah, And so, and it doesn't
0: have to just be breathed for you know for um breaths and for respiration. I mean you could put lavender in there for you know yeah. helping you to sleep or cedar wood or all sorts of stuff. Lucky you.
2: Yeah, I have to look and see. Um, you know, some of these essential oils, and maybe you know, have warnings about pets and what they are <laughs> able to breathe or not Absolutely. breathe, and so yes. i have to see um you know does breathe have any of those um you know i have a cat so i don't yeah
0: want... right and cats cats metabolize um they don't break down and metabolize the oils the same way that even other animals do like dogs so Stay tuned, Patty, because okay. I use breathe around my guide dog and my pet dog all the time. Um, I actually sometimes when my our Samoy is having troubles breathing, I will just put a drop into my hand and cup it like over yeah. her nose. And um, so, you know, stay tuned, however, because we probably not till March, it seems. But we're going to have Dr. Patty uh, Patty. Dr. Janet Rourke. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Patty. I just gave you no title. We're gonna oh, I have, don't need any
2: more title. We're gonna have
0: uh, Dr. Janet Rourke come on to our call. And she's actually a vet that uses essential oils in her practice. Oh so, um, wonderful. I will watch I have for your that. email. Wonderful. So what I'll do is I'll send you um A document that I put together that tells what oils are and aren't safe for um, for our animals. And I'll send that to you. He has
2: asthma, so I don't want to do anything to make it worse. Sure. um... Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I'll send that to you. You're welcome. Bye bye. All right. Thank you.
1: Okay. Next, we have Connie. Feel free to unmute.
0: All right. We're going to take Connie and then we're going to move on just so we can finish. And then, but I do want to hear from you guys as we move forward. So, all right, Miss Connie. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, first of all, the, the
1: slim and sassy just came in the mail. So I just now put it in my water. You like uh, it? Yeah. It's a little bit strong because I'm just not, not used to it yet, but it's very refreshing. And I think it's going to be good for my throat too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because of the peppermint.
0: Right. And I don't, you know, the oils will sort of, um, you know, oil and water doesn't don't mix. So right. when I use my, my metal thermos and you always want to use metal or, or glass preferably, uh-huh. um, I, the water, the oils probably sort of linger and cling to the side of the thermos. So mm-hmm. I don't even, when I fill up my thermos the second time or the third time, I don't even add any more slim and sassy. Cause I feel like it's then enough flavor in there that I still get the taste of it.
1: Right. Right. So. And so I like it. It's refreshing. And the other thing is I do use breathe, but I, um, I use it when I, when I really need it, like when i am congested right. and I put it in that little plastic thing you sent me. I don't know what mm-hmm. you call that. Yeah. Like a little sur- inhaler. Is that what you call it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I put it in there and I just breathe it in and it's really, it really works.
0: Good. Good. Yeah. It's one of our favorites at our house, like I said, it's something I use daily. So, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. right, good, Thanks. let me know, thank you. thank you. All right, all right, my friends, we're gonna just move on to the next section just so we can sort of get through since we got a little bit of a late start, but it, um, I definitely, I hope we'll have time at the end too. So another way we can use essential oils in our fitness goals with our fitness goals and exercise is we can use them to help to energize and invigorate us. Um, I I don't know about you, but, um, I can be pretty sluggish in the morning. I'm not a morning person, but in the morning is when I like to do my exercise, not just if I'm taking a walk outside that can be anytime during the day, but if I'm going to actually get up and get on the treadmill or do a workout, something on YouTube or whatever it's going to be, I like to do that in the morning. I know if I don't do it in the morning, it's just not going to happen. And in the morning is when. I have the house um everyone's still sleeping and I can get stuff done, but I don't like the mornings and I struggle. So I use my essential oils to sort of energize and invigorate me and get me going with my exercise routine. So peppermint is a great one for that. It actually can help with, you know, your breathing, your blood pressure and other physiological, um, Aspects of that will help with working out. So again, it could be put into a diffuser in the room that you're working. Yes. Um,
1: um, uh, Yes. Sorry. Hi. I just arrived. What's your name?
0: This is Haley. Who's this?
1: I'm I'm Sydney, and I have one question. Like when you're using the essential oils, like you're talking about, my one question is, where would you put them? Like on you?
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll go into some of that. So stay tuned and I'll share I'll do that right now actually so that makes so we're on topic here that's perfect so like the peppermint for example you can put a drop just into your hand and um, in my bedside table and I've shared this on other calls I have peppermint I have orange and when I first wake up in the morning before like once my eyes open but before my feet hit the ground I reach over and I grab those two oils and I put a drop of each into the palm of my hand. I rub my hands together and I cup it over my nose and I breathe that in. And that that alone like sort of wakes me up, gets me ready for the day. Um, I get out of bed and I'm, you know, more alert than I would be for sure without it. And so that's another, you know, way we can use them. Like it is on our bodies, but it's also aromatic, getting the aromatic benefits of it. Same with like eucalyptus. That's a great one for sort of waking you up. And, um, lemon is another one. Any of the citrus oils are like orange is known as our happy oil. So, um, and those can be very, if you've ever sort of, um, cut an orange or a lemon or something open when you're cooking and you just sort of smell that it just changes your, for me anyway, it changes my mood. It changes my demeanor. I just feel like it's very um, uplifting and happy. And I don't know, just gets me gets me sort of going. So tangerine or lime, grapefruit, um, spearmint. Spearmints are great. I would say spearmint and lime combined are probably my um, favorite to either put in a spray bottle and make a room spray so that's another way, Sydney, that you can use the oils is not necessarily on you, but just around you in a room spray or in your diffuser. The, pep- the spearmint and lime, or even peppermint and lime is super um, invigorating. Ginger is another one. Um, and if you're a person that likes the wood oils, we often talk about them being grounding, but some of them are very adaptogenic. So while they can be grounding like orange too, or it can be grounding. It's also very uplifting. So Siberian fur is um, one of those as well and cinnamon. So those are just some of the oils that we can help us to sort of, um, not only does it help us when we're feeling sluggish so we can get up and exercise, but it may be something we want to use during our exercise routine to keep us going. And that's another reason I do like the lemon Sassy because it has those in it. So. As I'm drinking my water and staying hydrated, I'm also, um, I can smell it. I'm getting the that those benefits that help me to complete my workout. And these are probably the what I'm gonna talk about now are probably what most people thought we might talk about today is not the energizing, not the water, not the, you know, that type of thing, but how can we use them on our bodies? to help with preparing our body to exercise, but also helping it to recover if we've done a little too much. So because of their unique um, chemical components or chemical properties, essential oils can be very warming. They can be very cooling and they can be very soothing. And when I say warming, it doesn't mean that it increases your temperature. When I say cooling, doesn't mean that it decreases your temperature, your internal body temperature. It just means they have a way of interacting with receptor nerves to help bring about a certain sensation and either warm or cool that area. So warming oils are great to use before your workout. Um, it just gives your muscles and limbs like that flexible feeling. Um, you could feel more limber with them. You know, it's, we all know that we should warm up before we work out just so we don't have any, um, injuries. Those muscles are cold. They're not ready for that shock of here we go. My muscles aren't ready for that shock of here we go any day (laughs) because it doesn't happen often enough, but it's one of my goals. (laughs) Um, So we can use some of the warming oils, um, either before our workout and like as we're warming up, or it can be used in the rest and recovery period between workouts. And a lot of times that will mean actually massaging the oil onto that area. So onto your joints or onto the muscles, you know, if you're going for a walk, it could be onto your quadriceps or your thighs It can be on your calves. Um, if you know, you're going to be going to the gym, maybe even onto like your bicep area, or if joints are something that causes you some pain and discomfort, um, and, you know, actually over that joint. So, um, you're going to want to mix it with a carrier oil. A lot of these, because they are warming, um, you can have some skin sensitivity sometimes. So, and when I've talked about this before, um, it's a lot of oils are safe to just use neat and neat means that you don't have to dilute them, but you're going to get better benefits. It's going to penetrate the skin better and it's going to cover a wider area. If you actually, excuse me, if you actually blend them with a carrier oil and use them more as a, um, you know, to massage. So clove, cassia, cinnamon, um, frankincense, And wintergreen is actually considered, um, it can be used both warming or cooling, but um, just because Patty asked, which made me think about it, wintergreen is one of those essential oils that can be very toxic. Like we even as humans want to use it um, sparingly and carefully, but it's actually one of the oils that we don't want to use um, so much around our animals. Cats especially will not metabolize the wintergreen. Um, Tea tree is another oil that we want to be careful of. And so definitely not letting your, you know, once you've slathered yourself in your oil, not letting your dog sort of lick that off or your cat lick that off of you. Um, That's really important. So those are just some of the warming oils that we can use. Cooling oils um, can be useful during your cool down or at the end of your workout workout to help with that cooling sensation. Um, and not even just for a workout. I mean, if you ever wake up with a stiff neck or something like that, um, the cooling oils, or even if you've, if you've ever twisted your ankle and your, your ankle starts to swell and you feel that area, that area will feel very warm usually. So using some of the cooling oils um, can be very comforting and soothing um, in that area. And some of those include basil, peppermint, deep blue. And deep blue um, is a proprietary blend. It's my blend of choice. It's my preference. Um, it does come in a big um, 120 ml tube. So it goes a long way because you only need a little bit. And it's what my daughter uses um, every day when she gets home from gym. And because oil and water don't mix. So we, we talk about how if you get an essential oil in your eye, and you flush it out with water, it's actually not going to flush it out at all, it's going to, it's going to pull it deeper into the eye. Whereas if you use a little bit of a carrier oil like coconut oil or vegetable oil, or even mayonnaise or butter, something that's fatty, has a fatty content, and you put that into the corner outside portion near your nose, um, the oil will attract oil and it'll pull pull it out of your eye. That's the best way if you, or if you have applied an oil to your skin and it's burning and you don't like the sensation that you're getting as a result, you're having some skin sensitivity to it, um, washing it under the faucet is going to push that oil deeper into your skin. It's not going to pull it out what you're hoping to achieve. So just, um, you know, use a carrier oil, rub some oil, some olive oil, some oh, onto that spot and that will actually provide the, um, the comfort um, that you're looking for. But if you're really wanting to, so for my daughter, she comes home from gym. She's been working out for four hours spinning her little body around on on those uneven bars and flipping and doing all sorts of crazy things on the floor. Um, I slather her neck and her shoulders usually, sometimes her legs um, and her biceps, sometimes even her abs in deep blue. And she leaves it on for a little while just to get that cooling sensation. And then she hops in the shower and it actually will penetrate and push the Um, the benefits of those oils in the deep blue deeper into her muscles um, to give her that relief. And she works out hard. So sometimes it, um, it's still, you know, she still has some um, muscle ache, but sometimes, you know, depending on how, how hard she's worked, sometimes she'll, she'll get out of the shower. And within a couple hours, she'll tell me that she's not even sore anymore, or she'll wake up in the morning and say, she's not sore anymore. So Deep Blue is is our um, oil of choice in our house when it comes to a cooling oil that can help with recovery and um, discomfort from, you know, a strain or working too hard at the gym or something. Haley? Yes,
1: ma'am. I just to tell you, you know, you have about seven minutes left.
0: Okay, gosh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to sort of finish up here. So that's good timing. And then we'll see if anyone has any questions for the last few minutes. It's also really important to rest. And that's the last thing I kind of want to say to you guys. So, you know, our bodies recover and heal and when we're resting. So some oils you might use, you know, to help you get a good night's sleep and to rest so that your body can recover from all the exercise you've been doing um, are things like serenity and lavender, um, ylang-ylang, cedarwood, vetiver. Those are some of the oils that I go to when I'm needing to get a good night's rest or just needing to calm down and and sort of settle my body down so that I can cozy on in with a blanket and a cup of tea and watch a show or whatever. Um, I have a pretty good sized document that I put together with all of this information and all of the suggested oils. Um, I also included in this document some recipes for Um, like a soak for athlete's foot or a muscle rub. Um, Let me see. Um, An odor eliminator, you know, that you can put into your shoes using essential oils, Um, an owie spray. If you get cuts or scrapes, you know, you're out, you're taking a walk, you got a little too close to a a branch or something. Um, I also wanted to let you guys know that doTERRA does actually sell an athlete's kit that's all put together for you and it comes in a nice like zip around bag and it has breathe and on guard and peppermint lavender tea tree and it has the deep blue that we talked about so did want to let you guys know about that and on this document I also included some um, affirmations that you might want to use um, during or before your exercise things like You know, my body is powerful and strong. I am strong enough to do anything. Um, I am healthy, fit, and fabulous. Just, you know, the power of words, it's powerful. So if you get up and say, I can't, you know, you probably won't. Um, But so words of affirmation are great. Um, I also included on this document, some resources for some um, exercise videos that I like to use. And, um, and I've also included a couple um, recipes for some healthy eating um, like smoothies and stuff like that. So if you're interested, you can reach out to me and I'd be happy to send you what I what I put together for today's class. And we'll open it up for questions for the last okay. few minutes there.
1: We have Carrie with a question. I have a question about your deep blue and
2: I may have asked this before. Um, my dad has well, he's 93 years old but he's got his knees are like uh bone to bone or bone to mm-hmm. bone and,
0: and his legs hurt would that help him in any way shape or form if he used it yeah probably i um i don't know if this friend is on here or not but um there's a friend here who she had a knee replacement surgery mm-hmm. and has been using the deep blue to help with um the knee pain and stuff associated with that, as well as helping her to to follow through with her physical therapy. She puts it on um, before and during her physical therapy. So, and she has found it to help. A lot of the oils in the deep blue are analgesic, so they are helpful for pain, but they're also, um, you know, we can have inflammation there. When you just have that bone rubbing bone, there can be some inflammation in that area and the deep blue will be really cooling for that. I'll have to tell them about that. I'll have to get with (laughs) them. Okay. Sounds
1: good. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Uh, Next, we have uh, Patty.
0: Yes, Miss Patty.
2: I I don't want to take up too much space, but I excuse my ignorance, but do you have a newsletter or an email list or something?
0: No. Can you you help me with that?
2: Yes. (laughs) We just not go any further. (laughs) You just email me and we'll take care of that. Okay, I just walked into a hole. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna mute now and shut up.
1: <laughs> okay, next our last question is from Teresa. Feel free to unmute. Teresa? Hi Teresa. She's on mute. Teresa.
0: All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, do a shameless plug her. while um while Teresa's unmuting. On Thursday, Brian, who does the health checks, he and I are partnering up um, at the same time. So 2 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, and we're gonna do a call on um, meal prep. What is meal prep? How can it help us to stay on task with our, with our goals? And so it's kind of along the same lines of this health and wellness, not so much with essential oils, but just you know with healthy eating. And then, um, On the 25th, I'll be doing um, a call um, sort of along those same lines of healthy recipes, um, healthy snack ideas. What are different alternatives for healthy food? Like how can you learn to sprout? Um, If you've been told you can't have dairy, what are some alternatives? How can you make your own nut milks and those types of things? So I'm gonna be starting those calls on the alternating Mondays from when I do essential oils. And the next essential oil class we do, we will be part two in the series, and we'll be talking about that healthy eating, how to get more protein um, into your diet, um, what is the importance of fiber, and what is, um, how can we get more greens, and we'll be sharing some recipes and those types of things. So, okay, Teresa?
1: Teresa's on mute, but we still can't hear you, Teresa. All right. Okay, that's...
0: i sorry, Teresa, reach out to me. If um if you, um, if out you out. had a question that you weren't able to ask,
1: do you want to give out your email again? If
0: you... yeah, so my email is blindessentials at gmail.com. and um and I'd be happy to to um, email this document to you with all the information, all the oil suggestions, and feel free to reach out to me anytime with um with any questions that you might have, and I appreciate your patience. Um, you know it took us a little while to get in. But um, we're here and I'm grateful that you spent part of your Monday with me. And I'm going to go spend some time with my kiddos who don't have school. Praise the Lord. Yay. <laughs> no school today. Thank you, Martin Luther King. <laughs> Everything, including no school. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for joining me. Have a beautiful day. And hopefully I'll see some of you on Thursday with Brian and I.